Greetings, friends of the great beyond. This is your ghost, I mean host, ready to take you behind the veil of terror and leftist critique. Welcome to the Horror Vanguard. Yeah, yeah, let, let, let's talk about Kanye. Let's talk about Kanye West. <laughs> yes, good, 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 good transition. I mean, I guess it works. So, you know, monster. We have, we have a, we have a, we have a lead in here. One of the, one of the kind of standout essays. I think. I know we haven't really talked in detail about this section of hauntology. I think we've tried to apply it. Oh yeah, but, yeah. This has been more of like an application book club. But one of the sort of standout sections is his section on. Uh, I mean, we know that Fisher wrote kind of quite movingly, actually, about mental health. Um, but he talks about the idea of party hauntology um, and this notion that, like, hedonism has sort of collapsed in on itself and has become this sort of depressive state, almost. Um, and there's this great essay uh, in the middle of this section. I was just wondering, should we, should we jump into that? Yeah, let's do it. I, I think that would be a great way to close out this episode. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about another Grey World, Dark Star, James Blake, Kanye West, Drake, and Party Hauntology. Um, what did you, what do you think? I was telling you before we started that uh, Fisher famously wanted to write a book about Kanye, <laughs> which I am really sad we will never get to read. That would have been truly a beautiful thing to read. <laughs> Beautiful, like the light of dawn, though. Like also deeply horrific and saddening. <laughs> yeah, um, but we do have these these this wonderful bit of kind of music journalism, I suppose you could call it. Yeah, I think that's largely what this whole chapter is. Is it's the, the, there's a lot of music journalism here. There's a lot of interviews with artists that that, that Fisher clearly has favorited. Yep, absolutely. But this uh, this last chapter, I find this or this last uh, essay of this chapter, I find especially interesting. Yeah, where do you want to start with it? Um, I, I think like like a, a quick note is like just the dissonance uh, it has with the previous essays because all the previous essays are talking about like incredibly esoteric, independent, underground experimental music artists. You know, yeah, like, talking, like about, talking about burial, talking about how, like all of these weird. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We were talking about like like burial, ghost box music. Um, Oh, what was what was the other one? Was it like the keeper? I think. Yep. And and then you know we we, we take like what feels like a one a sonic one eighty you know a, a moment of complete tonal dissonance and we shift immediately into K Katy Perry and Kanye. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but he's making a really good point, I think, which is that there is a a sense that like you know if you can't kind of challenge the status quo which, you know, punk tried and it failed because uh, it got sort of overtaken in the popular consciousness by the seeming greater reality of hip-hop, then what, what, what you have is a kind of hedonism, um, but ultimately a hedonism that's completely unsatisfying. Yeah, yeah, I really like um, his use of uh, Dan Barrow's essay, A Plague of Sores, Warps in the Fabric of Pop, Mm. And, and this idea that, that pop has come to kind of tyrannize us like us the listener 
with with like you know there's there's no more tease it's just this constant like like sonic money shot yeah of, of yeah, beats yeah, and hooks you know it's it's lost like the nuance that it might have had in, in a previous age and so what we have is is uh sort of cloyingly familiar but at the same time exhausted um i mean he writes a lot about drake uh, oh yeah for his sort of um depressed like drowsy uh style and his kind of like soporific flow as being sort of indicative of how we all feel um as i i i talked about this a little bit in terms of um when i went on rev left to talk about postmodernism yeah by jameson it's like we're all on downers now like how do we like we're all on downers how do we how do we cope with the kind of constant like never-ending noise of capitalism uh and it's through like these parties where we can kind of indulge our hedonism but what we actually want is we want to kind of numb ourselves away from it all yeah and i think um one of so uh fisher brings up katie perry's song last friday night yeah, yeah, and I think that like this is such a perfect example because Fisher Fisher says that if you slowed this down to halftime, it would be the most tragic song. Yeah, it would be so it would be so bleak and like it like would be th- so bleak. This wasn't a line that that Fisher included in his paper, but but this is a line from the song that I think is like, you know, if you read this and there's no pop beat in the background, it is horrifying. You know, like this a hickey or a bruise. Pictures of last night ended up online. I'm screwed. Oh well, it's all it's a blacked out blur, but I'm pretty sure it ruled. And like, That's, like that is horrifying. That is a portrait of someone's life in total decay and in free fall. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, like, like nothing about that is healthy or positive or joyous. But when you slap a pop beat to it, like, like that's our contemporaneous condition. You know, like everything mm. has like this baseline of suffering we're trying to just kind of climb on top of. 